0: Welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, I wanted to read you guys some of my poetry from my book, Amara's Gift. Um, It's actually the second book in the gift series. I've written three books of poetry. The first is called Tuma's Gift. The second is Amara's Gift. And the third, which was just newly released, is called Ella's Gift. And I thought it'd be really cool for you guys to kind of hear some of the poetry that I have written. And hopefully it might be something that can kind of help us to inspire us But also for some of us it may be a way for us to kind of look at life from a different perspective. Um, I hadn't written Ashley Poetry in well over 17 years. Um, After the death of my grandfather I really stopped doing a lot of the things I was used to. I used to bowl competitively. Um, I also used to spend a lot of time just going out and doing things um, with friends and family and it just was a really dark period in my life. I'll just never forget that experience and Um, you know, the life that I just chose to just live, which was to be in that wallowing in self-pity and being depressed and irritable. And I just realized that I had to get out of it, and I found other outlets, of course, later in life, to kind of help me get through some of my challenges. Um, but one thing I will say is that writing was always a passion and something I loved to do. And poetry was something that I really loved because it was a way for me really to express in free verse and to kind of you know tell people how I was feeling uh, without it necessarily being an actual story itself. So when I started writing um, Tuma's Gift. It was really one poem, the first one, when I freedom walk. Um, I had written that one actually 30 minutes. So it was one of those things where I just kind of felt it. I was like, this is really might be something great. And I just continued to write until it actually became a book. And I decided to continue this journey with Amara's gift. And Amara's gift was really written to a lot of females in their perspective and almost written in a female's perspective of what women have to deal with on a day-to-day basis, but also with women of color and with with women of different backgrounds, what do they deal with each and every day? And I wanted people to kind of use that as a tool to say that I'm not alone. There's things about me that I deal with that maybe someone else doesn't understand. And then I wanted to be their voice. I wanted to write something that I felt would be really beneficial to get people to understand the struggles of a woman. So I wanted to read the first one for you guys. It's called, I Chose to Smile. When life got me down and my troubles would mound, and you love I found, I chose to smile. When friends turned their backs and I felt attacked, trains derailed from their tracks, I chose to smile. When hope appeared bleak, anger reached its peak. Emotions released. I chose to smile. When I felt alone and I feared the unknown, I kept near your throne. Because of you, I chose to smile. I love this poem so much, you guys, because it talks about that connection that you have with your higher powers, you understand them. And the great thing about this relationship is that it shows that despite negative things that we go through, despite troubles, despite a lot of anger that we may have that's been pent up, that we can still smile through some of that pain, but to know that we have something or someone greater than ourselves that can help hold us through it. And that's one thing I love about smiling is that you get a chance to really see what's going on in that person's soul. If someone's having difficulty smiling or or even laughing, you can really be able to be that comfort for someone or maybe say that kind word that can help them to realize that life is worth living and that in smiling that you can find a new way of feeling better about yourself. Um, So that's the first one I wanted to read to you guys. I chose to smile. Um, The next one I wanted to read is actually one that many people have given me a lot of feedback for and said that they really loved and they wanted me to really talk more in depth about. So I thought it'd be really good for me to really talk about this one because it's important for people to understand what it means. And it's called Face. No money could erase what I had to face. Makeup, cover up, truth behind your lies advice to keep quiet. No riot at the gates of my hell. Well, who would ever believe me? Look at my chest and dress as if I could attest the validity of his advances. I was stupid and young, among other victims who clung to the belief that you really loved me. Your tongue swallowed my ambitions. In addition, no hope of finding a mate. That date changed the very essence of me. We must unite and ignite our flame to burn down the shame you caused us. Because when I see my daughter's face, I remember that place where you killed a part of me, but no money could erase what I had to face. This one really hit me hard, you guys. Um, Because I have had family members and friends and people who have struggled through abuse, whether it's physical, verbal, sexual abuses, abuse, and just knowing how people try to use money and use their position to control your voice or to cause you to feel as though things were your fault or just thinking in the last part of that poem of when you see your daughter's face, when I see my daughter's face, I remember that place. So it kind of goes back to, I don't want my daughter to experience. I don't want my friends. I don't want my family. I don't want anyone to have to go through that experience that I went through. And, And when I say I, not meaning myself per se, but for that woman's perspective, what did she go through? The truth behind your lies advice to keep quiet. It just kind of just shows you of how at times when people have been told not to share, that their voice didn't matter, but it changes you. It changes your perspective. It changes how you see life. It changes who you actually surround yourself with. So I really wanted to share that one with you guys too, because if we know, especially with the Me Too movement um, and with people who have gone through abuse and who've ever had maybe fears of talking about it openly, that maybe this poem will help you guys to kind of realize that you do have a voice and you shouldn't have to face this. But the best thing is finding someone you can trust to share your love and share your pain with, and those people can help uplift us. And there's one last one I would like to read for you guys, um, but I really want you guys, if you can, to really share this and tell your families if they're interested in reading any of it, that this is out there, because I think it would be really important for us to kind of get it to people who need to hear it. And the last one I would like to read for you guys um, is one of my favorites. (laughs) People seem to have a great time laughing at this one, but it's called Hot Flashes. Um, And I think it kind of says what it's about. (laughs) So I want to kind of read this last one for you. Body attacked, days off track, skin filled with scratches due to these hot flashes. Anxiety at its peak, rapid heartbeat. Red blotchy skin, no treatment for this sin. Oh, how I hate these hot flashes. Upset by sweat, dripping down my skin. Ute's evil twin. My life was quickly arranged, all because of the change. I think many of you guys can probably relate to that one, (laughs) but it's just kind of important to kind of have fun. And I wanted to write something I thought would be a little fun, play on words, but also a way for us to kind of talk about something that most people don't want to talk about. It's how do you feel when you're going through something like that? And even though for myself, I haven't experienced that myself But I have been around women who have gone through this and how people look down upon someone going through that change, going through experiences that they don't understand themselves and how it's important to be able to definitely talk about it. But that just in life when we get older, how hard it can be for us to even accept that we're going through changes, that we're going through experiences that we don't understand and how sometimes we compare ourselves to our youth or who we used to be. And that it's important for us to know that when I'm having those bad days, I'm having those off days or not feeling myself that there are people, places, and things that can kind of assist me through this. Um, And then that way that I can actually know I can normalize that conversation because I'm not the only one who will go through pains and struggles and things outside of my control. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I really always wanted to sit down and kind of go over a few poems with you guys. And I decided today will be that day to kind of at least share three of my poems from one of my favorites, which is Amara's gift. If you guys love this, please make sure you go out. If you want to purchase a copy, um, it is on Amazon.com for Kindle and paperback versions. But also please share. I would love for you guys to share this podcast with people who maybe if they can't afford it now to kind of just be able to at least share these three with them. It might be really helpful to kind of have them to kind of uplift their days and also realize that they can hear someone else who may not go through their initial experience, but who can empathize and who's willing to hear them and be a part of their journey. I'm not a human being, 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 i am not a human being i I'm not a human being, 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 I'm not a human i